The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Let's Talk More Action podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and should not be construed as advice, nor do they necessarily reflect the views of Community Action Council's governing bodies, leadership, or staff, or our funding partners. Community Action Council is a private, nonprofit, and nonpartisan organization. We do not support or endorse any political candidates. This the city's number one podcast. Love the topics, the guests, and all of the contrast. They ain't focused on the views and the traffic. What's the point of shining if no jewels for the masses? We gotta spread the news of our passion. Service is a verb, now that's community action. Yo, everybody, let's talk. Nothing talking ain't enough, so everybody, let's walk. We all want freedom, the eagle and the stars. But the only way to reach it, meet the people where they are. Unity's the only way to fend these atrocities. You and me together can eliminate poverty. And this is just a vessel of expression to make sure we stay on the message of progression. Yes, everybody, let's talk. Bring your ideas and together we walk. Protect our seeds from the poisonous root and we gotta reach the source and the soul and the root. Yes, everybody, let's talk. We need community action. Together we walk. Together we work in to reduce violence. Speak through the airways. We refuse silence. Let's talk. You're listening to Let's Talk. More action. I'm your host, Cameron Minter, and the co-host, Sharon Price. Good morning, Sharon. Cam, Cam. Good to be back at it today. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing really good. Excited about Black History Month. Amen. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh, it's, it's a wonderful time. It's, we always get that joke about it being the shortest month of the year. But and it is. We're going to work it. But, you know, because black history is not just a month. It's every day. It's every day. Every yes. day. We're doing that. Oh, let me tell you, Cameron, I had the best experience um, the other night. Went to a Fayette County Public School Black Excellence okay. program. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You should have been there. All right. If you were not there, you absolutely missed some of the best talent in Lexington wow. from our young people. So what, what what did they do? How was it a talent oh, show? Was it? Um, no, it was not. It was more of a, a performance. Showcase? And so they had the art gallery filled with all of the phenomenal work that our young artists are doing across. Fayette County, and then they had um, a demonstration, so to speak, where all of the different talents were being showcased. Mm -hmm. And I've got to tell you, King Hassan. Okay. Do you see me now? Okay. The next thing I wanted to know, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I I was just blubbering, and Jessica had to hand me some tissue. And I said, you know what? I don't care. That young man is amazing. Wow. I don't care. If you touch my heart, I'm going to let you know. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that's what we love about um, being able to be in the arts. It's interpretation and being able to touch people. So, well, I'm going to tell you, when I left going there, I never thought that I was going to have an emotional moment. Right, right. But when you experience it, and it's coming from the heart, and you can see that just coming out of those young people, mm-hmm. it's amazing. The best shows and movies and anything is when I leave feeling an emotion. Well, when, when you can take me out of wherever I am and take me into that world and 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 understand and get an emotion out of me, oh, you've done something. You've oh, done something. I know you love you love that emotional piece. I love it. You I like to have it. that connection, <laughs> and it's right. awesome. It was because I left saying, oh, you know, I like to send people emails, and so I left saying I'm going to send them an email and tell them that they've got to do this more often than just February because Absolutely. it was phenomenal. Absolutely. 
Who we having on the show today? Today we have Jeremiah Wrong. He's a producer, a hip hop artist, and an author. Welcome, welcome, Jeremiah. How you doing? I'm doing good. Tell right. us about what you're into. We've got After King 23. Tell me all about it. Okay. Um, I think it was, who was it? I forgot now. Um, it was in the month of January. And I was at the Lyric Theater, and they gave me the opportunity uh, to premiere After King, uh, 23. It's a a film that analyzes where we are in America after Dr. King's legacy, you know, using a a diverse cast, um, not leaning to one side or the other, you know, uh, I've been told it's a nice film. Well, it sounds like you ought to be proud of it. Yeah. So tell me, where do you think we are after Dr. King? Hmm. Um, well, I would go by, you know, some of the people that was in the film. Uh, Reverend Charles Elliott uh, worked directly with Dr. King and taking the lead in the film. And, you know, he was asked directly what he thought. And I'm in agreement with him. Um he feels that that we have made progress, you know, from you know being chased by dogs, hosed down, uh, denied food, denied entry to to theaters, and things of that that nature. We have made some progress, although there is some work that still needs to be done. You know, we obviously still have issues. You know, like recently, uh, what happened in Memphis, Tennessee. You know, um, we have an enemy problem. We have to identify who the enemy is. And I think if we can take race off the table and focus on the enemy, you know, we can we can move things forward. Who's the enemy? Uh, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a Christian. You know, it's, it's the devil. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy. And I think that example, those examples of Breonna Taylor and what happened in Memphis, Tennessee, you know, we have police authority, you know, people that's in position and haven't necessarily examined their hearts or their spirits, you know, before they go to work and on duty and their actions come out, you know. So do you do you think that this is systemic, a systemic mindset that's been kind of bred into the police department? Now, the first thing that I want to say is I love the police. When I call 911, I want the police to show up at my house. Absolutely. That's what I want. Absolutely. So, you know, I know that there's good and bad and everything, and people get misguided. But what do you, what do you think that is? Um, I think it's a matter of education. Um, I've had the opportunity to analyze and um, examine uh, police departments in different cities. And um, I think it's a matter of education. I think... America, it needs to be an executive order, you know, that we need to go back into to educating the police officers and not just grabbing young people, you know, out of high school. Uh, we need to educate. We need to analyze other police systems around the world. For example, you know, New Zealand, you know, they don't have as much police brutality as America, you know, but when you look at the education gap between New Zealand and America. They have some educated people on their force, you know, with bachelor's degrees. You know, you want people, when you make that call, to be able to make an educated decision, 
you know, not necessarily make a decision out of emotion, mm-hmm. you know. So emotional intelligence with the equal balance of, of, of intellect. So the film, does it, does it deal with more uh, just connecting from where we left off with Dr. King or does it go back into some of the things that uh, Dr. King stood for? It, it grabs some history. You know, mm-hmm. to, to start the film, uh, it gives a good introduction of Dr. King, uh, but it really allows the everyday people to talk, uh, different demographics, uh, different color, different positions, and it just allows people to give their opinion, you know. Because Dr. King also stood up against poverty. Uh, it seemed like uh, one, of the, one of the main things that he was saying uh, is separating us is poverty. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not being able to have uh, access to uh, different things to uh, promote um, the black community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you sat down and you started getting your thoughts together um, for this piece, what inspired you? Um, well, I started with a conversation. Uh, I think it was about maybe 22 to 26 black men in the West End of Louisville. And for me, it was a beautiful thing because we sat down and we had a conversation about two to three hours. And I asked them, you know, what are, what issues are we dealing with today? And, you know, they talked about poverty. They talked about uh, wealth. Uh, they talked about education. Uh, they talked about police brutality, you know, and that's how I gathered the different um, chapters in the film. That's how I gathered and that's how I put it all together. I I'm interested in knowing if it was an emotional journey for you. Um, it's a it's a balance of everything, you know. I tried at the end of the film to to grab people's emotions and grab people's heart, spirit, you know, and try to you know lead them to when the credits go up in the film that they feel a charge of action that in their small place they wanted to make change where they were. Wow. I love action and making change right where you are. That's really important. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the next piece of you, which is the hip hop artist side of you. We'll be back in just one moment with Jeremiah Wong. This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day, our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why don't you join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.org. That's commaction.org. Children love Head Start, and you will too. Community Action Council's Prep Academies are hiring now. Head Start is an early childhood education program for children from birth to age five. Help us give more children the Head Start advantage. Teacher, what are you waiting for? Join our team of dedicated education professionals. Apply online today at comaction.org. What are you waiting for? Community Action Council has funding available for those struggling to pay their utilities through the LIHEAP Crisis Program until March the 31st. You must have an appointment to receive LIHEAP benefits. 
more information and to apply, visit us online at comaction.org. That's C-O-M-M action.org. You are listening to Let's Talk More Action, and we have Jeremiah Wright. Oh, we're going to get it right today. Uh, I don't think you got it right at all. Ah. At all. We have messed this man's name up. Oh, my God. He's he's so busy trying to be right. Yes. Jeremiah Wrong. Jeremiah Wrong. Man, forgive us, God. Man, just forgive us. I don't know what's going on. Well, listen, (laughs) I'm I'm not going to get caught up on that because I want to know more. Tell me about. When you're down, yeah. that sounds like that's got some something back, back yeah, to it. Yeah, it was a it was a song um, that I wanted to make. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I was just inspired at the time. At the time, I was on tour with uh, No Limit, and uh, we were going to different cities. And you know, every time you pull up social media, every time you cut on the news. There was police violence going on, and I just wanted to encourage my people, just give them a, a word of encouragement. Like, when you're down, listen to this, you know, just be mindful. Uh, that. So is it an uplifting song? Yeah, but it's it's for hip-hop. It's for the street, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a Aretha Franklin sample. Um, you know, she's actually singing When You're Down. I think it's a gospel song. And, um, you know. Um, it's just encouraging. So, what's your background? How did you get into movies and 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 uh, um, he's everything. music? How did where where did this come from? Um, music. I've been making music all my life. Um, yeah. I started off in middle school, maybe elementary, playing the trombone. So I learned how to read the bass clef. Okay. By the time I got to middle school. Uh, a man came in after school with an eight-track recorder, and I was hooked on recording. You know, I, I just couldn't fathom my mind that he captured a sound and was adding to it. You know, so I wanted to record. And uh, I got a production deal, probably like 18 years old, and I got to fool around with a bunch of rec- equipment and, and develop my skill there and just been making music, you know, with passion ever since. You know, I've made music, secular music, I've made gospel music, uh, renting to Masterpiece, A&R's, and uh, been working with them, been on tour with them, still friends with them, and, uh, you know, I was just doing infomercials, commercials on the side for people, and I said, you know, this looks good, you know, this looks like a movie, and... uh, Did you surprise yourself at the work that you were doing? Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, yeah, it was... uh, Jerking. Like when we seen it on the, me and the other producers seen it on the screen, man, we was just in awe, like when it happened. It, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was a journey, a beautiful journey. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to stick to it and continue to do films. Well, and you know what Cameron was talking about? You know, when you can pull in that emotional part and it can bring a tear to your eye, that's, that's when you know you're making a connection, you're doing some good work. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, if I if you can't impact me in in the movie, then you know, it, you you're not gonna get a great you know view from me. But well, and things and that, music. that that touch you, you know, leave an impact. You know. 
Well, and, you know, for me, music speaks to the soul. Oh, yeah. Um, if you are ever driving by me and I'm in my car, <laughs> the music is loud and I'm listening to something that's going to inspire me, motivate me, make me feel something inside. It makes you feel like you're alive, <laughs> you know. Right. And so I'm jealous of people that can make the music because all I can do is fake sing it. <laughs> so you, you said you were musically inclined. Uh, do you play other instruments besides the trombone? Yeah, um, I play piano by ear, you know, okay. uh, production. Like, I don't know if people may not believe me, but, you know, a lot of the music that I'm making, I make it, you know, uh, majority of it. Now, when you down, I didn't uh, produce that, but a guy in Louisville by the name of Brute, Brute Life, T.O., he, he produced that, but... Uh, majority of the music I've made, you know, or the concept, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so I can play, uh, I can play piano a little bit. I see you collaborated with Honey Child in one of your songs as well. Yeah, so that's one of our Lexington groups that we, I love them. Yeah, yeah, we we worked with them before too. So really, yeah, yeah that's Jonathan, man. I love those guys. They've been knowing them for twenty some years. They always been in the same, always been the same. And, we make the call, you know, they show up and they do what they have to do. So, yeah, we love Honey Child, too. Partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Partnership. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you talked about being affected or influenced by the um, the Million Man March. Tell me about that. Because um, that was a powerful scene. Yeah. Well, uh, I missed the first one, the, the initial one. I think it was, what, 95? You know, but I had the opportunity to go to the 20th or the 25th anniversary. I actually went down. Uh, you speak of partnership. I went down with the Nation of Islam. And, um, you know, I shot a portion of the video down there. You know, and, you know, it was just a a major moment I wanted to capture, you know, musically. You know, and I took my son with me. Um, you know, I love just, that. Just brothers. I love that. Brothers were everywhere. Um, it was just a beautiful moment. Minister Farrakhan spoke. You know, I feel like even though I'm a Christian, the, the brothers need it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I appreciate them and just appreciate the whole movement. I've never seen that many black people in one place right. in one time. I'm trying to imagine what the energy might have been like. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just, you know, it was it was free. It was it was different ideas too, you know. Um, but you know, you can run into anybody. Everybody was just out, you know. Uh, common. I ran into uh, Dr. Cornell West. Uh, I mean, everybody was out, you know. So it was it was a, a moment. So it's on top of all of that, you're an author as well. Yes, sir. So tell us about your book. I was going through a lot um, in the late two, 2000s. And so I was like, man, I'm, I'm putting this in a book, you know. And uh, I just wanted to amplify the voice. I feel like the voice of the black man was, wasn't heard. And I just wanted to share my experiences. The title of the book, I think it's in proper English, but... You know, it's just the way I felt at the time. They say I'm still not a man. That's on the market uh, right now, Amazon or any bookstore. You could probably order that. And um, it just, you know, kind of talks about the difficulty with parenting. Um, you know, that that's a tough dialogue between the, the male and the female, 
the black male and a female relationship. I was kind of talking about the struggles, the struggles I was having in the workplace. I decided to document that, um, you know, and just kind of offer, you know, some suggested solutions in the in the book. And from there, I just felt like that wasn't enough. So uh, I think it was 2000. I know we started production in 2015. In 2017, we turned it into a stage play. And uh, I was really excited about that because uh, we filled up a theater in Louisville and was able to create a lot of opportunities for other people, you know, uh, as far as, uh, you know, signing on a director and producer and a bunch of actors. And people came out and enjoyed it, you know. I was glad to, you know, sit my mom and dad down uh, the front row. And so that's great. Yeah. Proud, proud moment for them. Yes, ma'am. Proud moment for them. I hope. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. But the title of your book is powerful. Is there any something or anything specific that was happening that was making you feel like I'm still not a man? They still don't see me as a man because I know that this yeah. is one of the things that black men struggle with being seen. Yeah, it's like I just feel like you know the home, you know. Um, the home, and even uh, today, I love the black woman. Um, I love women, period. Uh, respect them. Um, but if we could, you know, encourage really both parties to step up to the plate. Um, you know, I was in a, a abusive relationship, a physical abusive relationship. I know that's probably odd, but I was six five. But uh, my first wife, she liked to fight. Mm. You know, I wasn't used to that I don't come from that not in the home right uh, my my parents have been married for over 50 years and uh you know um, that black love yes ma'am and um you know I just kind of struggle with that like I was just sitting down thinking after all we've been through you know you look at talk about black history where we were beating the slaves you know and I'm a provider in the home I'm imperfect but you know, I can't. I couldn't believe that the black woman wanted to put her hands on me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, wasn't cheating, anything. But I just, I had an issue with that. You know, right. and 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 that's a topic. The reverse of the domestic violence Absolutely. is is one of the things that you know people have been talking about more and more lately. But the stigma that you know that men have to f- have to hold on to because nobody wants to say I'm in a domestic re- a domestic violence relationship yeah. and it's my wife. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, with me being 6'5", I'm not soft. Uh, just my father and mother raised me not to put my hands on a woman, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so. Being soft doesn't have anything to do with it. Right, right. Yeah. Right. It actually takes a, a man not to hit a woman. Yeah, say that. Right. So, so. Right. Say that, yeah. So what's next for you? What's on your What's on the agenda? I hear you got another film coming out about Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's already made. Um, I don't know what happened there. We was talking <laughs> to the lyric. Um, I heard Mr. Uh, Whit- Whitaker resign. Uh, so I, I'm in college. Christian Adair is interim over there. Who? Christian Adair. Okay, maybe I I can give them a call. And, you know, Black History, we was, it was supposed to be the end of this month. We were supposed to premiere that over there. But, uh, you know, Black History, it's all year. Uh, all That's year. Right. That's so right. maybe I'll give Christian a call. Uh, maybe I'm jumping the gun here. But, you know, when you do things like this, podcast, when you premiere and you have commercials and, you know, people call, you know. So I'm getting a, 
a few bites, um, you know, some Keith Sweat, Teddy Rowley, uh, people who has reached out. Hopefully uh, I get to writing for them uh, and uh, ran into uh, some of Jack Harlow's people. So hopefully uh, we can work something out. I'm always working, looking. Well, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to reach out. Because February is, we've already talked about it being the shortest month of the year to celebrate black history. But we got to get people in in the seats and the lyric was was built for that. Okay. So I'm going to encourage you to to get it out there, whether it's in Lexington, Louisville, wherever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, so that we can come out and enjoy um, what it is that, you know, we bring to the table. Absolutely. The black excellence. Absolutely. Take their name for their program. Absolutely. Jeremiah, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today. I appreciate y'all having me, man. What an honor. Thank Thank you you for coming out. You have been listening to Let's Talk More Action.